I crawl into Big Greeny and watch the incredible star show, only slightly less brilliant because of a bright moon and its glow hanging above distant mountains. Desert owls call to each other. I never hear them move, only hear their calls coming from a closer tree. It's a cold night, but I'm toasty warm, and I rise with the glow in the east and the cuckooing of morning doves. What a strange place to camp, in the dirt, on the side of the trail. I'm near Parker Lake in the Canelo Hills, passage two of the Arizona Trail. I chose it rather randomly, because it hit all the marks. There's a view, a big rock for sitting, and it's flat. Still, it's a bit weird just throwing down a ground cloth and placing my mattress on top, then slipping into my bag. But no one's here. It's quiet except for the birds, and the air is perfect. You're listening to the Blissful Hiker Podcast. I'm Allison Young, the Blissful Hiker, sometime professional flutist, sometime voice artist, and full-time pedestrian. My goal in sharing stories of walking long-distance trails as a solo, female, middle-aged, titanium-reinforced hiker is to empower you to learn to hike your own hike, too. My appetite has disappeared. It often takes two weeks for hiker hunger to set in. I'm mostly thirsty and seem to respond to an extra kick of electrolytes. The trail heads down towards a creek, but I've got plenty of water to get me to the next source. I see the hills in the distance, mostly cone-shaped and covered in light brown grass and dark green trees, gnarled and shapely. I meet Chris at the water, who says it was a beautiful spot, but bitterly cold. It's usually a bad idea to camp near water, especially in a shaded ravine. Cold air collects here. Several tents are set in the trees, and one man sits in a chair. I push on, up into the hills, and I stop once I come out of the shade into the sunshine as it heats up fast. The trail is rocky, and it's hard walking, up and down through Manzanita, one beginning to bloom. Oak skeletons stand tall and strong, still beautiful in death. Cactus peeks out from the rocks, one a deep red barrel. I find a headlamp on the trail and stuff it in my pocket. At a flat spot, I meet David packing his gear. Olive oil and Popeye are chatting him up, and it turns out to be their headlamp, dropped when, like me, they changed out of warm clothes into cool. They mention it was 19 degrees last night near the creek. The Canelo Hills remind me of the Texas Hill Country, only on a much grander scale. I know I have to climb up to a high point, but it's not straightforward, winding around up and down through rocky washes and along slippery ball-bearing stones. I slide on one with a loud, gritty sound and stop myself before falling backwards. It's a long way up and over, always more than I imagine, then more trail ahead tiring to the feet. But the views are magnificent looking out to one spectacular range of mountains after another, with these hills stacked upon each other like waves. I'm glad to meet people. Partly it's knowing they're here in case I'm in trouble. But it's more than that. Simply knowing others are attempting the through-hike 
Enjoying the views and struggling with the hard parts makes me feel part of a team. My energy flags as I twist around, up and down, needing to take care with my step. The water is further away than I'd anticipated. The thoughts of why I'm bothering creep in, and I remind myself to rejoice in the deep blue sky, the cool air and breeze, and my good fortune seeing all of this with everything I need on my back. After so many crosses of dry washes, I finally reach a tank. It's a man-made cow pond filled with trapped spring water. I scoop up a few liters and let it gravity filter while I sit in the shade with a snack. It's quiet and cool here. Just then, Popeye and Olive come over. I'm ready to head on for the last big climb of a thousand feet. They're full up with water, so we walk together. Popeye's turning 70 in a week, and I'm impressed how well he moves. I hope I can, too, at his age. My hamstrings are tight, and I feel stiff. But I lose them on the steep up, which goes on and on forever. Just as I reach the summit, it turns and it sends me to another. But it feels like flying so high above the desert. Views open to grassland stretching far to another set of hills and jagged peaks after that. I crest the top, then stop at a rocky point to marvel at the scenery of sharp, pointy mountains spilling out into the distance. I sort of knew it was this wild, but what contrasts? My feet walk on pink rock, pockmarked and dusted with sage-green lichen. The wind picks up and whispers through the pines. Coming down is treacherous. I'm not winded, but I have to watch my feet on steep, loose rock, some washed away into eroded slots. It's a long way down, slow and frustrating. But I have my views the entire way to a dirt road, where myriad footsteps lead the way to a brown locker in the shade. Lance is here, tall and lean. He tells me there's one gallon left of public water, what trail angels have left for all of us to share. But I have enough until the next good source from a well, so I leave it for more needy hikers. He takes my picture in front of the sign describing the next passage, Canelo Hills West. Next to it is a description of the Arizona Trail. What is the Arizona Trail, it asks. Insanity, I say, to which Lance laughs. I walk behind him until he steps aside to let me pass, and I realize he's moving slow because of a foot problem. I head uphill fast again, winding through these gorgeous hills to a gate with a fancy metal AZT sign. The wind is wild up here, so I head right back down on switchbacks to a wash far below. I eventually join a rough dirt road and begin to notice all my shade disappearing. I'd hope to stop for a snack, but this is just wide open with low shrubby plants. I meet a couple day hiking and joke they have the smallest packs on trail. Again, seeing them encourages me that this is not too bad and just keep moving and enjoying it. But it's steep and slippery to some pools of water, which I decide not to collect, though I sit on a rock and drink a chocolate peanut butter chia shake. Lance catches me up, and I follow him through cow country, all black mamas and their tiny calves, sleek and new, lounging under a tree. It's still a lot of up and down, huge rocks in the trail as well as thorn bushes reaching in. 
One catches a thread, and when I move to release it, it grabs another. We follow the wash and reach a windmill, pulling water from a well into tanks. It's helped by a set of solar panels. This time there's a faucet. So lucky and the water tastes great. I meet Rachel and Haley here who are hiking with a beautiful dog with liquid blue eyes named Oso. It's still early, so I head on to another well, this one gurgling from a pipe into a trough. About 20 cows and calves mill about in the mud as I collect enough water for the last 10 miles to Patagonia. Lance tells me his toe is in pain, but he plans to move on to another site away from this cow pie fest. I feel good and push on too, setting six o'clock as the time I really need to start looking. The trail passes a deep valley with a stream bed below, but the bushwhack is full of thorns, so I continue on, up and down. I pass a few spots tucked in the trees, and I catch Lance, who chooses one of these spots. But the sun is still up, and I want a view. So on and on I go, then deep down to a wash, and finally back up, where the view does open up, as does a single cleared spot under Ocotillo, looking towards the pointy mountains under an orange sky. My day's been defined as one cowgirl camp to another. Cows are with me, milling about, and I hear them mooing. Coyotes yip in a choir for about a minute, and a huge falling star passes overhead. The half-moon is so bright, I don't need a light. Just as I begin to knock off with the smallest bit of breeze on my exposed face... One cow stumbles by, looking for his favorite spot. Oh dear, he's not getting this one tonight, I'm afraid. But I won't be surprised if he's sleeping nearby. You can subscribe to Blissful Hiker wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave a review on Apple to help the show get discovered. Next week, I take a break in Patagonia. Then I head steeply back up into the mountains and some of the most lovely, soft views imaginable. Until then, my friends, kia kaha and happy trails.